What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. I could not be more excited about today's show. In case you missed it, Tom Brady had an ugly loss to the Steelers, and the Steelers played a backup quarterback. Oh, Tom Brady was trying to get his guys fired up, but Tom, you went to a wedding on Friday. And Aaron Rodgers, oh, it's bad when you lose to the Jets at home. One of the worst losses we've seen at Lambeau. Lamar Jackson, speaking of losing, he's losing some money because he's losing some games. $250 million bag, he might be fumbling. That's Dave Hellman, NFL insider. That's Joy Taylor, and this is LaShawn, 252 Live. McCoy, Shady, you was at the game last yes, night. I Cowboys, yes, how was it, big dog? How was it? Oh, it was great. Oh, you had to beat it. All that was missing <laughs> was Kevin Hart and uh, Will Smith. It was a great pilot bell. Maybe the next. <laughs> anyway, yo, the game was great. Shady was there. I watched it from the crib, and Jalen Hurts did what Jalen Hurts does, keeping the Eagles undefeated. It was a firework type of performance. Eagles proved that they are clearly, and I mean clearly, the best team in the NFC, not just by work, record, but also by style of play. But on the flip side, y'all, if you missed it earlier in the day, Josh Allen bested Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead. Remember, Patrick Mahomes was an underdog for the first time in his NFL career at home because of this man. And Josh Allen said, yo, it's not just hype, baby. I am like that. The Bills proving they are clearly the best team in the AFC. So you got the best team in the NFC, the Eagles. The best team in the AFC, the Bills. But the real question is, who in the world is the best team in the NFL? That is what I have to figure out. Shady, you was at the game last night. I'm coming to you live and in action. Best team in the NFL, Bills or the Eagles? They both played great yesterday. Jinx. When I, when I seen that, that the Bills beat the Chiefs, I knew you had this question. I said, if the Eagles win and the Bills win, the first question on the show is going to be, <laughs> Shady, who's the best team? And it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Did you see us? I seen them. Did you see us flying? Flying. Flying high. Fly. I'll say this. I think the Bills are the real deal also. Most people pick them to go to the Super Bowl. They're their favorite. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's a favorite to win the MVP. But when I watch the Eagles all together collectively, we're the best from defense, from offense, from positions up front, in the back end. We have it all. We fight hard. Every time, they're, they're, like I watch all these other games, and a lot of teams, they don't finish. I watch the Ravens, right? The Ravens is a good team. Yeah. They beat all these top teams, and then the last quarter, they lose it. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, when Dallas came back storming back, everybody was like nervous. What are we going to do? Don't nerve. Don't be nervous. Don't panic. We're going to answer. What we did, we put the game away. Got first downs, got a touchdown, mm. and then shut it out. Mm. So I'll say this. Philadelphia Eagles, we the real deal. What was the most, the in- real deal. The most <laughs> impressive thing? Because you were there live in the flesh. What was the most impressive thing about the Eagles' performance last night? What, what, what really um, was impressive to me is how we play complementary football, right? So, like, for example, offense. Not just moving the ball, getting down there, but it's getting touchdowns. I think the biggest thing in this league is guys, or, or not guys, but offenses are getting down there and guys are not finishing. Yep. They're not scoring. They're getting three points. Not the Philadelphia Eagles. When we got to get a first down, we run the ball, we get it. We need to stop. If it's a turnover or just, or just stop them in general, we're doing it. We're playing on both sides of the field very, very well together. Dave, coming to you. Bills dominated their game. Eagles dominated their game. Why, you, why are you smiling like that? You're lost. Bills best. Dom- dominated? Dominated. Dominated is what they did for like a quarter. That's going to be that's gonna be my answer, by the way. Okay. If the Eagles played all four quarters the way they played in the second quarter and the way they have played in the second quarter, they would be the best team in the NFL. What? There's three other quarters in these games. I mean, look, the Eagles won. They are the only undefeated team in the league. Kudos to them. Jalen Hurts, it looks different, right? Like, game on the line, Cowboys cut the lead to 20-17. to 17. They go on the march, 13 plays to, take, to score a touchdown and put the game away, basically. They ran the ball 11 straight times. Not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but it's interesting the way they find ways to win. And my main point is that, like, dominated? I don't know, Shady. I don't know about dominated, but I do know this. I know what the Buffalo Bills have done, which is dominate the Super Bowl champs, dominate Tennessee in a way that you never see in the NFL, 41-7. to And then they've got road wins against two MVPs, Lamar Jackson and now Patrick Mahomes. They got two interceptions out of Patrick Mahomes yesterday, held him to 20 points, beat him at Arrowhead. Buffalo Bills are the best, most complete team in the NFL right now, and I don't think it's that close, they, even though the Eagles are undefeated. Are undefeated? I don't think it's that close. How many undefeated teams If we're left? talking these two teams, I don't think it's that close. Joey, is, how many left? Is there one or two? Is, is the Bills undefeated? The Bills have lost the game. I have the Eagles. No. Joy, best team in the league. I mean, I also think it's splitting hairs here. It's not a diss to the Bills, but the Eagles are undefeated. 
And we have talked incessantly about how amazing this Dallas Cowboys defense is. True. They have stars everywhere. They're flying around. They're taking the ball away. What's Jalen Hurts going to do against this Dallas defense? And look, it's not a knock on the Dallas defense. They are what we say they are. They are different. But that gives more credence to what Jalen Hurts and the Eagles did yesterday. Right. I don't care if they run the ball yeah. 11 straight times. Beat them how you beat them. If it's working, why are you going to remix it? Sure. This, this is the formula. Very it's true. working. No need to change it up. And for that matter, Jalen is still throwing the ball well this year. He's sixth in passer rating, seventh in passing yards. He's in the top 10 in the league in those categories amongst quarterbacks that we consider not to be dual-threat quarterbacks. So what I, see, what I saw from the Eagles last night was a win that should have very easily answered this question. Yes, the Bills were amazing yesterday. But the Eagles, the question with the Eagles was, are they going to be able to beat a good team? Cooper Rush, could he replace Dak Prescott? Well, we saw what happened with the Eagles defense yesterday. When things start to go off script, what happens with them? You, you kind of got your answer there. So th to me, this was the win that should have put the Eagles at the top of the, the league without question, and to me it did. It put the Eagles at the top of the NFC without question. Jalen Hurts. I said the league. I heard what you oh, said. Okay. <laughs> I heard Which, what I said. I agree, with, I agree with that for the record. Best team in the NFC. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. No question. Oh, okay. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. Um, <laughs> here, here's, what, here's what stuck out to me most, 2-5. Okay. Cowboys marched down the field, about a six-minute drive, score a touchdown. It's 17-20. to 20. Right. What in the world are the Eagles going to do to respond? That's right. Dave Hellman sends a text to the group chat, Jalen Hurts, time for you to answer the questions. Jalen Hurts did. did. Eagles win. Same exact situation happened with former NFL MVP Lamar Jackson. New York Giants march down the field 20 to 17. Right. Giants have 17. The Ravens have 20. Lamar Jackson, same exact situation as Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You're up by three. You got the ball. Time for you to go win it. Time for you to go seal it. Lamar Jackson interception. Giants win. Yeah. So we saw parallel situations by quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts did something that even Lamar Jackson didn't do. However, Bill's best team in the NFL. They are. Bill's best team. I understand you were at the game. I, my dog had a fresh picture getting out the whip, had the black Jordan suit on. You look good. So I will give you grace for not fully being able to invest in the Bills game like your boy had to. <laughs> I will give you grace for that. Bills best team in the NFL. And to me, the Bills have the most impressive record in the NFL, and they got one loss. I said what I said. The Bills went to Arrowhead okay. and beat the Chiefs. The Eagles did what they did, but they did do it at home against the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. A win on the road in Arrowhead against the Chiefs is more impressive than a win at home against the that. Dallas I, Cowboys. I'll give, you that. I'll give you that. The Buffalo Bills do have one loss. They absolutely do. I am not going to deny that. That one loss to the Miami Dolphins while the Miami Dolphins were rolling and you lost by two and you missed a 38-yard field goal. I get it. You still missed a field goal. Yeah. But I'm not going to condemn the Bills by a 38-yard field goal based on what I've seen from their body of work. Dave Hellman already talked about all the marvelous things the Bills have done. You've played for both teams. Yeah. So is your bias speaking a little bit when you talk no, about this? No, that's not even that. But if I ask you this question. Talk to me. Who has, like, playing right now, not injured, not coming back, mm -hmm. right now, who has a better roster? Actually, I agree with you. I think, like, the Eagles. You shouldn't agree with me. The Eagles from <laughs> top right. to bottom have a better roster. Okay, so do you agree with that? Yes, but the Bills have a better oh, quarterback. You oh, said oh, yes. You're right. Yes. I apologize. You, you Joy, I apologize. I apologize. Joy, I apologize. Joy, who has a better roster? The, the Eagles have a better roster. So when I, I look at, when I look at the roster, yes, sir. they have a better roster, yes, right? Yes, sir. Now, I will say this. You guys have a, or not you guys, but because you're going with them. But the Bills have a better quarterback. Yes, sir. But it's not always about just the quarterback. It's, it's the team, too. When I look at our team, when you look at the pass rushers, you're going to say Von Miller, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at our defense, when, when, the, when Dallas start running the ball more and they start having some, some success, Jordan was not in the game. Jordan Davis, he mm -hmm. wasn't in the game. Not at all. When they put him in the game, it's a whole other level. They can't move the ball at all. So now we got the guy to stop the run game, right? Mm -hmm. him, I mean, him and, and Fletcher Cox. Mm -hmm. Then when we need turnovers, we have two solid cornerbacks. So, above solid. Where are you throwing the they ball do. at? They where, do. where are you throwing the ball at? Yeah. Where are you going to throw the ball at? Bradbury shutting it down. Shutting it down. And then Slay. He might be deepest MVP right now. Yeah. So it's like, where are you going to throw the ball at? Where are you going to go? When I look at the, the, the Bills, they have a solid team, and they're coached very, very well. Sean McDermott yeah. is one of the best coaches, especially defensively. But my thing is, like, what else is it? If Josh Allen's not hot and doing his thing, and he's defense to make plays, it's like, where's it going to come from? But Josh Allen is hot and doing his thing. <laughs> Every I mean, time he takes the, the, the difference is, when I look at the Eagles, if Jalen Hurts is not playing great, we still have a chance to win. If the Bills don't have – if Josh Allen's Bills – I'm sorry. If Josh Allen's not playing great, 
the Bills don't have a chance to win. That's a great point. Joy, what do you think the biggest difference is between those two teams? Clearly, like you said, we're splitting hairs. What is the hair that you're splitting? Like, what is that one follicle where you're like, oh, this is why I'm going Eagles? Like, what do you think the biggest difference is right I now? I mean, it's going to sound simple, but the Eagles are undefeated here. Like, this is, we have a win loss column for a reason. Mm -hmm. And they you do can have say, that. like, I can agree with you that the win was more impressive in Arrowhead yeah. for the Bills than it was over the Cowboys, but Jalen Hurts plays against the Cowboys' defense which to me is the best defense in the league. Yep. And they're causing problems for everybody. So for Jalen Hurts to continue to answer every single week, mm -hmm. yes, we know Josh Allen is better than Jalen Hurts. Okay, we, can, we can all agree on that. But it's not like the margin is so different that if we're measuring these two teams, it's like, well, they're all the same, except quarterback is like, yes, Josh Allen is, is better. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. But they're not losing in spite of Jalen Hurts. They're, they are in right. many ways, or winning, I'm sorry. They're in many ways winning because of Jalen Hurts. So to me, that they're very even and they're undefeated. This is this is what it is. They're not playing against college teams. Dave and I had this conversation walking towards the makeup room earlier because I'm finally going to contest. We've been a little sleepy on this Bills defense. Just a little bit, Shady. Going into the game, we were like the Niners defense, the Cowboys defense, the Bills defense. Niners defense hadn't allowed more than 20 points in a ball game. Uh-oh. Falcons, 28. It was not pretty. <laughs> Cowboys defense have not allowed more than 20 the points in a ball game. Yeah, uh -oh. they, have a, they have a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries, of course, of course. But you just ball. Everybody got injuries. Okay. Cowboys go out there. Eagles put up uh, 26 on the Cowboys. I think about this Bills defense. Number one in points. Number two in yards. Number five in takeaways. You held the Chiefs to 20. The only other team that got over 20 on you was the Miami Dolphins when the Miami Dolphins was in the bag. Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, yeah. Tua Tungavailoa. And you held the the, the, the Dolphins to 21. If the Bills defense is as good, if not better, than any defense in the league, and Josh Allen is as good, if not better, than any quarterback in the league, that's where I don't care about the rosters. Give me the Bills defense, give me Josh Allen, and I am not really going to care about who else you're putting up against them. Josh Allen with the game on the line, they ran a QB sweep. A QB sweep with the game on the line, 2-5. Yeah. Not only can he Josh can, Allen can do, do it with his arm, they ran a QB all. sweep, yeah. and he had the longest rush of the day. Yeah. Three minutes left. Hurdle to safety. You down. Yeah. Hurdle to safety. The longest rush of the day. You run a QB sweep with your quarterback who's, like, leading the league in passing. Yeah, that it jump was ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> does that. 6'5", 240. Yeah, he a beast. I love that Josh. That, to me, is the difference between yeah. the Bills and the Eagles. There really is no difference, but that man, that play, that talent, that's the only difference. I thought about this when, when I heard this was going to be, which, Shady, you're so right. I knew this was going to be the topic. Is there even a contender for an MVP if Josh Allen stays healthy? Well, I mean, like, Look at the numbers. Look Not at what right they've now. done. Yeah. Yeah. Only Mahomes. It could only, only be Mahomes. Only Mahomes, who yeah. he just beat and outplayed. Yes, sir. And I, it's a long season. I get it. There's still a lot of, course, of time of course, to play. Of course, of course. But six games, that resume this, this is what I do tough. Love, right? to yeah, he's going to get the MVP because Josh is a bad, he's a bad, bad The baddest. I'll say this, though. Talk to One me. thing about the Eagles, when we got to put a team away, we put them away. That's true. When we were in Arizona on That's the true. road, That's true. we ran the ball, we put them away. That's true. Dallas starts storming back, we put them away. We ran that ball. That was a big boy drive. The only thing is this. When we get to the playoffs, they don't really run the ball that well. The Bills. They don't no, really run the ball. Not at all. Not you at all. Run, you got to run the ball when it matters most in the playoffs. And that's what we do best. Now, they did have 128 on the ground yesterday. I will give them their credit for what they did yesterday. Overall, but overall, in totality, overall, you were exactly overall. right, sir. Well, going from some of the best performances of the day yesterday to some of the worst performances, and these are some of the greatest quarterbacks. Tom Brady lost to the Steelers on a backup quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, it was a terrible day for ugly. the Packers against the Jets, and their cornerback said so. We're going to talk about that next. Who had a worse day? Rodgers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, family? We got to check in on our social life. A little sneaky big trade in the NFL today. Panthers sent Robbie Anderson to the Arizona Cardinals. Why was this huge? Because Robbie Anderson got sent to the locker room by his own coach yesterday. A little sideline raid or ramp went on, and all of a sudden, Robbie Anderson gets sent to the locker room. Do we not have the footage? I thought we had the footage. I thought we were going to show the footage. Footage? Anyone? A lot of beef. Okay. Anyway, uh, Shady, what were your thoughts on Robbie Anderson getting traded? 
I like Robbie, so I think he can play. I think he's a hell of a player. Just that, I don't know. They, it was a difference they had. <laughs> hey, like what's going on? The coach like he had going on, so see you later. <laughs> it kind of uh, works out sometimes, though. Jordan, what were your thoughts? Robbie Anderson, not a star wide receiver. I mean, for you, the don't, you obviously but... don't like to see this, but it's not like Carolina is in the best situation right now. I'm sure it's, you know, there's a lot going on there in Carolina. Tensions are high. But this is a good trade for the Cardinals. They need him. And so, you know, maybe it'll work out for both parties, it seems. I just, you've seen this happen in Dallas, correct? Dez Bryant? Uh, you keep trying to put that on Dez. Like, Dez never, what happened? Did, Dez never did that. No, didn't he get sent to the locker room? He left a game early, like, when there were 10 seconds on the clock, and it was okay, obvious. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. It's different than leaving in the middle of a game because you're, like, arguing with your coach. No, I thought that's what happened. No, Again, I wouldn't no. know. Dez, Dez has gone to the locker room, like, a little bit early a couple times. It's I've, not the same. I've way. seen this almost happen in Philly. We played the Vikings 2013. I don't know if you remember. We, we were losing yeah, to the that. Vikings. Yeah. Like, the Vikings were sorry yeah. at the time. We sitting there. We got a cornerback. We had one hothead. I'm not going to say him by name, Kerry Williams. And he's arguing with uh, his D-back coach. Okay. D-back coach probably shouldn't have been an NFL defensive back coach. I won't say him by name, genuinely. Y'all can look him up. Oregon guy? Uh, no, probably. Guy. Probably. Um, right. Next thing you know, Kerry, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm not going to say his name either way. Uh, John Lovett. You Lovey. know there's Google. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Kerry <laughs> almost gets sent to the locker room, but we actually needed Kerry, so he wasn't going anywhere. I think we won the game. You remember? Vikings 2013? We lost. I had five carries that game. Where? Woo! Chip being chip. Why? Gosh. Everybody went off, though. Sean went off. D-Jack did go off. Does this happen, though, where you can, like, comfortably yell at your coach a lot? It takes, it takes to get sent to the locker room, no, too far. Oh, no, yes. no, no, not get sent to the locker room. Yeah. Like, is it common to get into it with your coach? Maybe yeah. not that much, yes. but, like, your coach so has to be. You, okay, so then what do you have to do to get sent to the locker room, I guess? Uh, yeah, happen. that's that's right. He went back in his coach's yeah, face. I mean, your yeah, coach yeah. got to be a hothead for that to happen. Or your coach has to be out of touch. I remember in, 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 in when it happened to us in Minnesota, one of the coaches, and not Carey's position coach, not the corner's position coach, went over to Carey and said, you need to shut up and sit down. And coming from a There's person who looked, oh, wow. yeah, who looked so and had old. the same age of he's the person old, right? talking to Carrie, there was a cultural dynamic. There was a, a whole, a lot yeah, of barriers. It, it sounded like. It yeah. sounded real. <laughs> yeah. Sounded real. Right, right. You know, I'm not going to say what year, but it sounded real pre-Emancipation Proclamation. Oh, like, oh, I'm saying, yeah. right. It sounded real bad. Anyway, staying in the <laughs> NFC, the Bucks are 3-3 three and three oh, after oh, an upset man. loss to Mitch Trubisky. God, dog. Steelers, they did ball. Joy, she should be happy. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady's offense struggled. Three field goals in the red zone instead of touchdowns. Now, over in Green Bay, the Packers lost to the Jets at home. And Rodgers says he's not going to freak out after the loss, but his team is now three and three. Terrible losses by two legends. Two of the greatest of this generation. Joy, who had the worst loss, Bucks or Packers? I really want to go Packers. And listen, they were both bad. Bad. Woo, bad. But I got to go Bucks. You got a rookie quarterback out there, and then they lose him halfway through the game. They got to go to their backup. They got benched for the rookie quarterback. Mm. Right. This is a situation mm. you should take advantage of. The Steelers are banged up on the defensive side of the ball. They couldn't score. It was terrible. I mean, that first half was crazy. 0-2 in the red zone, 1-6 on third down for the Bucs, 138 total yards. Mm. Yeah. Woo! They, thank God for their kicker, but they wouldn't even be in the game. Talk about it. Talk I, about it. Ugh. Five. Hold up. Dave, you want to go? I, I just... I can't get over and, and it is it is the Buccaneers because look, maybe the Jets aren't amazing. That was their fourth win though. Like this is a sneaky fun team. I, people call them the baby Jets. Sauce Gardner <laughs> looks like that dude. Garrett Wilson looks like that dude. Brees Hall looks like that. Like yeah. they got some players. I don't know what the Steelers have other than that they won the season opener and have gotten mollywopped every week Mike since. Tomlin. The Bills, Shit. the Bills, and I know it's the Bills, but the Bills ran them off the field. A week ago. And then the other thing is, we, like, we can look at the Packers and be like, here's why they're struggling. Right. Like, their offensive line is a mess. We've talked every week on this show and every show about how their receivers aren't up to snuff. What do the Packers do well? The Bucks, I keep talking about, like, oh, they're getting healthier. Mike Evans came back from his suspension. Chris Godwin can play. Julio Jones can play. Like, I don't understand why they look this bad. Like, maybe they're not the Bucks of two years ago, but... 18 points against a sorry Steelers team, and and eight of those or, or the last touchdown there came what in the last two minutes of the mm -hmm. game? Like it takes you 58 minutes to get up to 18 points. It's just it's bad, and I don't really. I, I'm get gonna go. Why. I can't pick. I'm going both of them. They both <laughs> play bad. First of all, 
We're not going to give Aaron Rodgers no, no more uh, pleads, no, no more, you know, more Passes. excuses, passes. He looked bad. He, did. he looked terrible. He didn't, get, he didn't get the ball out. I'm not going to keep blaming these wide receivers, right, because they're not – they're young. But a lot of that's him, too. I was thinking when, when Devontae Adams left, I was like, dang, he's really going to miss Aaron Rodgers. It's really the other way around. Because now you don't have that insurance. I can throw a little back shoulder pass. I know he's going to catch it. Mm-hmm. I throw a ball uh, uh, between two people, he's going to catch the ball. A-Rod is taking a lot of blame for this, and he, he deserves it because he's not playing well. He's looking at the rush. I've never seen him look at the rush. He's worried about getting tackled. He's worried about getting hit. And then Brady. I love Brady, but we got to talk about that. They go to the, the, the red zone three times, and they're they getting threes. Field goal, field right? goal, field goal. That's still their defense. They play good. So I don't want to hit on them. I give everybody respect to the NFL. I got but it. They had about three guys out the secondary that's out. Fitzpatrick didn't play. He's probably the second-best player. Mm-hmm. Their best player on the team didn't play. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get some rookie quarterback who I love, and, and Kenny Pickett is a Pittsburgh guy. I love him to death, but he's a rookie. And he throws some picks sometimes. <laughs> and, then, and then Trubisky is this god-awful at times, right? At times, at times. Okay, except it matters the most. No, 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 That's no. the craziest part. Huh? He had a couple good plays. Let's not act like he can throw it third and long. Even that, they should have won that game. It should have been close. It Fair. You know, Fair. you know they were. You, know, been you know they were minus ten points. The spread. The spread. Yeah. yeah. That don't happen in the NFL. Vegas. I feel your pain, Vegas. I took the. I took the. Bucks. <laughs> I took the Bucks. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, everything you said was perfect, oh. accurate, and correct. For me, the worst loss is the Packers, man. Because the Packers were 13 and 3, first year with Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur. 13 and 3, second year with Matt LaFleur. 13 and 4, third year with Matt LaFleur. They already got three losses, and we're only six weeks into the season. That's it. It's a lot of ball left to have this many losses. Furthermore, the Jets are a great story, and the Jets are a decent, solid team. But you let people become good stories. Like, you let teams become good on you. I always think about, and I still make fun of him. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want Shady to go off the deep end. Robert Griffin. Um, Against Texas, my senior year, Robert Griffin, he won the Heisman on us. So, yeah, Robert Griffin, he had a Heisman campaign. But as a defender, I'm like, dang, we let Robert become Robert Griffin. We let them build a stadium in Waco. We let him win a Heisman trophy. He didn't just do this. College, college. He didn't didn't just do this. Like, we allowed it to happen. Packers. Y'all can't allow the Jets to become a good team on y'all. And y'all house? y'all's house? Let the Jets be a good team against everybody else. But against y'all, they need to be sorry. Because that's how I felt. Like, Robert, beat OU, beat everybody. But against us, you need to be sorry. He wasn't. He became legendary. That's why you didn't want him going to Austin this weekend? Exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. To call the game. So as I look at it, the Bucks' loss was bad. But that Packers lost joy. It was atrocious. But also, where are you putting the blame? Because that first half of that game was terrible. 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 So you can't blame it on the defense. It's not like the Jets got this huge lead and it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, we're throwing the young receivers. We're trying to play from behind. You know, we're tired from London. Like, where's the excuses? (laughs) It's not like the defense did their job. They really did. You're you're even going to the half, like, what what are you complaining about? This is a Jets team that you should be playing against like that. So it's it's even worse because I feel like if there was a whole side of the ball you could put the blame on outside of Aaron, yeah. then, then, it, then at least I could factor that into an excuse. But you can't say that. My well, thing is, I just, again, and, and we can get into a conversation about whose fault it is, who deserves blame, but here, today, who would you rather have? Like, who, whose situation would you rather have, the Bucks or the Packers? Bucks, all day, every By day. By a mile, I'd right? Bucks, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And not only, and that's why it's a worse loss. It, that's why it's a worse loss. Like it, it, it is so much harder to explain. Because again, Aaron Rodgers deserves some blame. I get that. So, however much blame yeah, you want to give him, that's like, fine. Like but I can still look at that Packers team and be like, yeah, like I can kind of understand how you get into a situation like this. Let me. The let me Bucks, guess. It's a lot harder to explain for me. Let me get something off my chest. I was gonna wait an hour till the end of the show. I'm not gonna wait no yeah, more. Get I'm off your chest now. Um, Tom Brady, you got a game on Sunday. Okay. It's Friday night. Oh, here we go. You're at a wedding of your former employer. You, Meek Mill, Ed Sheeran, Elton John. Tom, you got a game on Sunday, and you are at a wedding, not your own, not your kids, not your sister, not your mom and your dad, your former employer, and then you go lose to a Son's team. Godfather. Son's Godfather. Put that in there. Son's Godfather. <laughs> Just to get you right. He's an employer, but it's just some godfather. 
And then you go lose to a team that you're a 10-point favorite on. Meanwhile, Bill Belichick, the coach, the coach, where Robert Kraft is the owner. Robert Kraft's wedding, by the way. I left out the headline. Bill Belichick didn't go to the wedding. All Bill Belichick did was win another game with Bailey Zappi. Pretty nice win for the coach y'all don't like yeah. that much. Well, they beat the, the, the Browns. Browns. Oh, okay. But they beat. That's what matters. But they beat. beat. Them down. I don't care who they beat. beat they beat. Okay. I got an issue with Tom Brady going to that wedding and then catching the L. I have an issue with it. That's yeah. your former teammate. He got you a ring. How you feel about it? Well, knowing you, you would have, have a problem with that. What's that right? mean? What's that? No, no. What's that supposed <laughs> to mean? I was thinking, like, you know, you're in this black and white world. There's uh-huh. no gray. It's like, this is right. This is wrong. There's nothing in the middle. So, I get it. He's wrong. He shouldn't be there. He's a team captain, Thank quarterback. You. Thank you. Right. Well, for me, I don't have a big problem with that, right? Because if he wins the game, you wouldn't care. If. But did he? Right? No. So, exactly right. At the end of the day, listen, man. I'm sure with the championship years, he probably did similar things like that. It's Tom Brady. It happens. I, I, I can't allow that. You can't that. go to a wedding, though? Not in the middle of a goddamn season, 2-5. First, first of all, on Fridays, we're done at, like, 11 o'clock. Sure. So we get there at, like, 7.30, right? Sure. Have little meetings, have a, a quick practice. Yep. He missed practice on Saturday. He did not go to practice on Saturday. Saturday is not a practice. It's a walkthrough. It is. It is. Saturday's a walkthrough. It is. No sweat, no thinking. When I was a young rookie, right, young rookie, on Fridays, after practice, I'm going out. Me, Deshaun Jackson, we going out. Saturdays, it's a walkthrough. It's an 80-play right? walkthrough, though. So you're it going... It ain't an 80-play walkthrough. In, in Philly, it really was... It literally was an 80-play walkthrough. Maybe with Chip Kelly. But with the real coach, Andy Reid, we didn't do all that. It ain't out. Come on. We're just throwing y'all's whole eagle tenure under the butts on this show. Yeah, no, because, like, 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 he's making a big deal about the walkthrough. Like, come on. I'm making a big deal about the message you're sending. Because don't miss practice on Friday and then come yell at me. Can we roll the tape in the big board? Don't miss practice on Friday, then come yell at me on Sunday. It's all different like, levels. Like, I don't know, on, on, on Saturday, and then come yell at me. Don't do that. It's different levels. If you want to miss practice, miss practice. Who's number 70 right if there? Don't look at Who's number 70? Who is he? It don't matter who it is. I think it's Robert Hainsey. Listen, listen. Or if Tom, Tom Brady can do things that the other guys can't, that's how it works. In Philadelphia... I could do things the other players couldn't do. That's how it works. Jimmy Johnson taught us that years they ago. Traded yep. you Am I right? They yep. traded you. Hey, well, trade me got no deal. I treat everybody <laughs> the same. Different. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's just how it is. So I don't wear that Tom Brady Here's thing. how I feel. Nobody cares what you're doing until you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And as long as the Bucks are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is beating the freaking Pittsburgh Steelers. That's true. That is true. It's time to start It is Mike Tomlin. It is Mike Tomlin. Put some respect on his name. If I, t- you, if, if I told you before the game that he did that, you wouldn't have cared. You'd be like, I th- you know me, though. I care. Actually, I care yeah, you're, you're a square. Yeah, He's okay. mad when I don't have the, the right pen for my what? Oh, boy. Tom, hey, we might, hey, we might, hey. Tom Brady can go. Tom Brady can go. Away. I'm whatever you ready for him. Oh, boy. Right. Dallas Cowboy. All right. <laughs> Coming up, the Eagles are still undefeated. Undefeated. Sorry. <laughs> you want to read it? No, I'm good. All right. The Eagles are still undefeated after the big win in the NFC East. Oh, they beat the Cowboys. But what did we learn about Philly's win? That's next on Speak. Dave will not be here. I apologize in advance. <laughs> Now he will be my friend today. Time for rewarding performance. Brought to you by Capital One. What's in your wallet? Well, the Eagles rewarded 2-5. That's Shady McCoy. He was there in person with a huge win last night over the Cowboys. Eagles in sole possession of the NFC East. Jalen Hurts, two touchdown passes. On the flip side, Cooper Rush. Rush hour is over. It is clear driving on the highways. Cooper Rush picked off three times. Eagles only undefeated team in the league. I learned a lot watching that game. But, Shady, I'm more interested in what you learned. You were there. You were on the sidelines. You were in the parking lot? Why, like, why did you park in a player parking lot? I'm a boss. I mean, I pulled it like I'm playing again. <laughs> Cut to the back. They like, Shady? Like, yeah. You playing? No, I'm not playing. Retired, bro. But check my trunk. I'm ready to go. I walk right <laughs> through where the players went at. For the record, they yeah. check your trunk because you're going into the parking lot of an NFL stadium. It That's wasn't right. like, you know, Shady out here. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nothing I'm like saying. I'm saying. Can you clarify for me? No, I went to a Canes game two weeks ago in Miami to see my brother coach. They always check the car. Exactly. I just don't think the viewer they knew that, a, right? They take a dog around and check right. any car. You have to park a lot closer to the stadium than a lot of people. Interestingly, yes. though, I don't we, don't park, park we don't park <laughs> under the stadium. No. Nah, Most right teams park under it. I was like, I went right through the players' little lounge. Right to the locker room. Hey, how y'all doing? All-time leading rusher, baby. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> but we not that cool. You and Eagles, Cowboys. Hey. What'd you learn in the game, big dog? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if I, 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 what I learned from watching the game, because I, I knew we were the best team, but that kind of really proved it, that we're the okay. best team in the NFL. I think we're the most dominant team in the NFC, 
And when I really watched that game, seeing the energy in the stadium as far as, like, the offense out there playing, the defense, like, we really played together. The defense, we need to stop, they go get the stop. Offense, we need a touchdown, we go get the touchdown. We need, we need a short yardage, third, third and one, fourth and one, we get it. Like, we really played well together where most teams that I played on, even teams I won on, it's like they don't match each other, right? The defense is just okay, and the offense is super good. That's real. Right? So we need, we need the defense to get a stop, they don't get it. But the offense, we keep scoring and scoring, and then we eventually win the game. Or on the other side, the offense is not that good, but the defense is really good. Like Jimmy G and the – I won't say Jimmy. But like 49ers, how they win games. Offense not putting points up, defense stopping everybody, getting turnovers. Philadelphia is, like, different. We're doing well on defense, we're doing well on offense, and we play well together. So I really watched that and learned that when I was at the stadium, rooting my birds on. <laughs> Dory, what would you pick apart from that game? It said some things. I know you've been on the Eagles bandwagon day one. What would you learn? Well, I don't know if I learned this because I felt this already, but I guess it affirmed it mm. that the Cowboys are still, <laughs> the Cowboys are still limited offensively. Yep. I don't want to say I was right about Cooper Rush all along, but you can though. Listen, Cooper did an amazing job at what was asked of him. But when things got a little off script, when things got a little chaotic, what happens? You needed to see special, and he didn't. And that's because he's not QB1, and it shouldn't be expected of him. So if we were looking at this game, as we should have been looking at, at least on the offensive side of the ball with the Dallas Cowboys, we should have expected this outcome. Now, we had questions about how much Dallas's defense was going to disrupt what the Eagles do and Jalen Hurts specifically, but we didn't see that. So to me, this just affirms what I already thought about the Dallas Cowboys offense, which is they're kind of limited. There's nothing really special going on here. If they don't turn the ball over, then they can stay in games relying on the defense and the special teams to make big plays. And scoring plays, for that matter. But you can't win like that when you're playing a team like the Eagles. You can't rely on your defense to score. Here's what was fascinating, right? Like, I was with you, Joy, up until the, the, the final leg of your take. Because I agree. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, dang, the Cowboys are limited. Even this morning in our little production meeting, the Cowboys are limited. But I do my best thoughts walking to the makeup room. I don't know why. <laughs> and what I realized on that long trek was the Cowboys, as limited as they are, they were down by three with about six minutes left, and it took an Eagles 13-play drive mm. where, they passed 11, where they passed twice and ran the ball 11 times to ice that game. Like, I can't sit here and tell myself that the Dallas Cowboys were really out of it, even with their limitations. Now, what I learned was this. Jalen Hurts is as good as you need him to be right now, period. I watched the Eagles game. I watched the Ravens game. The Ravens are quarterbacked by a former NFL MVP. The Eagles are quarterbacked by a person who many people have questions about. Both teams were winning 20-17 to 17 late in the fourth quarter. What happened with the Ravens? Their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, threw an interception. Yeah. The Giants go down and score. Giants win that game. What happened with the Eagles? Their quarterback helps march the team down the field. 13 plays, touchdown. The Eagles win that game. The difference between the Eagles winning and the Eagles losing is Jalen Hurts. He's as good as they need him to be right now. Might he run into trouble come the playoffs? Sure, but we're not in the playoffs right now. Dave, what'd you learn? I love the word affirm from Joy because that's, that's how I felt. Like, this game, for the most part, played out to the script that I think a lot of us saw, right? The Cowboys are severely limited playing a backup quarterback. That Eagles secondary is nice. I would have been interested to see a quarterback who could challenge them a little better. And I mean this as a compliment. Darius Slay and James Bradbury were just kind of like, oh, bat that <laughs> away. Oh, okay, that ball's taking four seconds to get to the sideline. I got that. Like, they weren't challenged by the Cowboys passing attack. I think a lot of us saw that coming. On the flip side, the Cowboys can play well and be a formidable team when they're winning the turnover battle, getting short fields for their offense, making explosive plays on defense. The defense played solid, but when they can't do that, they are severely hindered. That is why they need Dak Prescott. That is why they lost the game by multiple possessions. Let me, let me finish. Finish. And then as far as the Eagles, I'll say this. I said the Bills are better. I don't think there is a more complimentary team in the, in the NFL than the Eagles. I was so impressed by the way that every aspect of their team fed off of each other. The defense gets takeaways for the offense. The offense gets out to an early lead that helps the defense play better. Always does. And then the other <laughs> thing, the thing that I thought was so interesting about Jalen Hurts he, the, the coaching staff is so dialed in to his strengths. You know, we talked about it in the production meeting, Shady, the, the RPOs that they're calling on fourth and short in the red zone, the little, you know, uh, A.J. Brown comes across, you figure out if it's man coverage, yeah. and then Micah Parsons can't cover A.J. Brown. Easy stuff like that. They play to his strengths. And then they did run the ball 11 times on that drive. 
Jalen Hurts picked up a crucial third and short with his legs. Mm -hmm. He does just enough, and the coaching staff knows exactly what he's good at, that it's hard to put him in a bad situation. Here's my question for you, Dave, and you, Joy, because we keep kind of attributing the Cowboys' loss to the lack of Dak Prescott to a large degree. Cooper Rush didn't play well. But what quarterbacks have played well against the Eagles? Like, who's to say that Dak would have played significantly better? Kirk Cousins. That's my question. Kirk Cousins, one touchdown, three picks against the Eagles. Kirk Cousins had a 51 pass rating. Kyler Murray, one touchdown, one pick, 250 yards against the Eagles. So, Cooper Rush did not play well. Carson Wentz, we know what he was. We know what he did against the Eagles. No quarterback has played well except for Jared Goff week one against the Eagles. So, I'm just saying, like, what leads you to believe that Dak would have been any different? He would have challenged them more. I just, based on seven years of watching Dak, he would have challenged them more. And it's not to say that they would have won or maybe even played significantly better. Like, we've, you know, a fair criticism of Dak is that he has a bad tendency to press when he's in a bad situation. So maybe it wouldn't have been better. But again, the Eagles weren't even challenged. Like, six of Cooper Rush's, like, first 16 attempts were touched by an Eagles player. Between picks, bats, knockdowns at the line, like... It just wasn't even a challenge for the Eagles' back seven to contest the Cowboys' passing game. At the very least, I think Dak would have made them work. Do I get in there? Uh, maybe we just need to put a little more respect on the Philadelphia defense. Why are all the quarterbacks playing like, bad? Like maybe that. because the defense yeah, is making them play bad. Like maybe it has something to do with the way that the defensive side of the ball is putting pressure on those quarterbacks at the line and getting takeaways and making things difficult on them and making them get away from their game plan. That's probably what we need to be focusing on. It's not that all these quarterbacks are bad. We've seen all of those quarterbacks have huge games and big moments. Most of those quarterbacks have been paid already mm-hmm. multiple times. So it's not just that every quarterback that they've played against has been bad. Philadelphia defense is good. Making them bad, yeah. And so your point about what happened in the Ravens game versus what happened in this game, yes, how the game play, plays out matters, but this is the NFL. You're not supposed to beat everybody by double digits, mm-hmm. which they did, by the way. But you're not supposed to do that. Every single game isn't supposed to be a blowout. They're supposed to be close. So ha- having the Cowboys be in the game with six minutes left, you should be. This right. is, you shouldn't be getting blown out. I don't need you to blow a team out every single week to prove that you're capable. What I do need you to do is close the game out, and that's what Philadelphia did. And we're going to talk about the Ravens in a little bit, but that's the difference to me between a great team and a good to, to average team. Do you leave that game – more excited about the Cowboys? Because I was thinking about this, 2-5. Joy, I was thinking about it like, I don't know if two things can be true. I don't know if I can leave that game both more excited about the Cowboys and more excited about the Eagles. Three-point game, like five, six minutes left, I'm like, yo, Cowboys did all right without Dak Prescott. Three-point game with about five or six minutes left, I'm like, huh, why aren't the Eagles ahead by more? I'm going to go to you first. Do you leave that game respecting the Cowboys more because of how well they played without their starting $160 million QB? No, I, I don't. If, if Dak played, in my opinion, they probably opened up the, the offense up for him. Because if you look at the, the Cooper Rush, the offense is not super big, the playbook. You could tell the way the plays were, they had for him. But I just think Dak, even with a bigger playbook, it's like I, how, how much better does he really do? I think he does probably a little better, but I, I'm not like overly crazy like on Dak how you are. So I think they still lose the game. And then when I leave the game from the Eagles, I think it's more on them because the way they play, the hardest thing in football is to finish a team. Mm-hmm. You could be up first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. They start storming back because they're the pros. But putting them away, put your foot on their neck, it's over for y'all. Y'all can't do nothing else. That's hard to do in the league. And we do that over and over again, last week and this week. Joy, do you leave the game more impressed by the Cowboys or are you just kind of like, they lost, they played well? What? What do you expect? No, I'm way more impressed with the Eagles. To be undefeated at this point in the season, to be beating teams, and like Shady said, to be closing teams out, because to me, that's, that is what's really difficult. The game has ebbs and flows. It has momentum changes. You get momentum, a turnover. Yes. Something crazy happens. Someone fumbles the ball, and you give teams a little bit of life. Things happen. You guys play. You know there's energy shifts within the game. You start to feel excited. Okay, maybe we can get back in this. To, re- to be a really great team, you have to, you have to take somebody's soul. Snatch that. Not today. Not Soul today. <laughs> exactly. And that's what they did. So I don't, I don't feel that that was a good game for the Cowboys. I feel like the defense did all that they could. The defense did a, good, did a nice job. That was not a good offensive performance. I, I'm not going to, you know, pile on Cooper. That's, that's what I expected to happen in a game against a great team like the Eagles. Well, what I did not expect to happen, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, Woo-hoo. blowing their third double-digit lead ah. of the season. Y'all, the Ravens are sitting at 3-3. Three and three. 
And this is a man who wants $250 million. You want to talk about math, not mathing. I can't make that one add up. But next, we will talk about it. Now speak. Yeah, the Ravens are not snatching souls right now. <laughs> the opposite. What's up, family? Let's check back in on our social life. I don't know if y'all missed it, but yo, the Seahawks was going at the Cardinals yesterday. Now, remember, on the left of Chris Kingsbury during the draft a couple years back in his lavish Scottsdale crib. On the right is Pete Carroll after catching a dub against the Cardinals just yesterday. The Seahawks posted that to their account. Just chilling. How about you? I love it, Joy. You are Queen Petty. What you make it. of it? I love that these accounts are allowing each other to be petty like this. Like, everybody <laughs> understands if you take the L, you're just going to get dragged a little bit. It's all in good fun. Get us next time. This is funny, though. I mean, this is an iconic it shot is. of the draft. I'm an idiot because I low-key thought, like, it was real for a second. <laughs> I thought of the Harvard joint, and I was like, yeah, I was in Seattle maybe a month and a half ago. I thought it was real until I looked at Pete Carroll's laptop. Now, yeah, don't zoom out. Zoom out. Don't zoom out. Pete Carroll's laptop, you see the picture of Kyler Murray. In the oh, green outfit on yeah. Pete Carroll's laptop. There's a bunch of little details in there. I can't take you through I just them. Need a, I'm, I'm focusing on That's the three nice phones. Crit. What you need three phones for, Lady? Cliff? Mm. We know why you need two. Two. It's like that. Why you need two? Mm. Mm. You got two, Shady? I got one. Oh. I got one phone. That's a, nice, that's a nice crib right there, though. Yeah, listen, Arizona real estate different. It's a little man, different than LA. Oh, man. Yo, it's a great day that you only brought one phone to set. You got out of that, big dog. You got out of that. My bad, bad Shady. That's on me. Boy, the couldn't get out of was the fourth quarter because last night he collapsed in a major way. Ravens. Up 20 to 10 in the fourth. Lamar throws a pick late in the quarter, but then following the pick where the Giants go ahead, Lamar has a chance to do something for his squad and he fumbles. Giants pick it up. Giants win. Giants go to five and uh, one. Now, let's start it off by acknowledging the Giants will have to be somewhat of a good team. They have to be somewhat of a good team. They're five and one. Last week in London, they beat the Packers. Then they fly back from London. They beat the Giants. Keep it, they beat uh, the Ravens. Keep in mind, 2019 MVP, the Giants just beat. The 2020 and 2021 MVP, oh, the yeah. Giants also yeah. beat. Yeah. So the Giants right now are rolling not just regular opponents. They're rolling superior opponents. But it's all about Lamar Jackson because he's the one who's betting on himself this season. $250 million contract up in limbo. Joy, what's your concern level for Lamar? I mean, you should be concerned. It's, it's more overall for the Ravens, but you got to put that loss on Lamar Jackson yesterday. And Shady just said it in, in the last segment. One of the hardest things to do is to close people out. Little momentum changes throughout the game. This is at the NFL. People make adjustments. Like, you have to be able to counter that. you got to be able to answer that. You have to be able to close out games. And it's concerning that they've lost to good teams. Like, why are you losing to a competition that you should be beating if you're really like that? Yeah. It's, it's just... It's confusing, it's concerning, and I don't – we were just talking about this last week, and it's happening again. Patterns are what really worrying Talk about me, it, especially yeah. during the middle of the season. You could start out a little choppy, okay, it's, it's course correcting, but we're, we're in week six now. This is a problem, and how do you fix this? How do you go from being able to build these big leads and then just blow them every time? I, I just – I don't know what the adjustment is that they have to make. 2-5. Yeah, she's right. I'm – um. I'm a little concerned. I'm not overly concerned. It's a little concerned. I think, one, first of all, they're still number one in, in the AFC uh, North. North. Yes, sir. Right, so that matters. Um, I just think that he has to find ways to close games out. That last loss, that was a bad loss. Mm -hmm. And I love Lamar Jackson, Action Jackson. I give him a lot of credit for a lot of different things. But he has to be better than that. We talk about franchise quarterbacks. Now, he might have fumbled the ball, right? I don't think he fumbled the contract. I think he'll still Ooh, be the big one. Point. He has that's to finish point. out. Other franchise quarterbacks, they're not making them time with mistakes. Like, mm. if it's a bad snap, get the ball, throw it away. Fight for another day or live for another day. No, don't try to make a play and throw it to the – not the number one wide receiver, not the number two wide receiver, not the all-time uh, Ravens tight end. To a fullback. To a fullback. Yeah, to a What's fullback. he going to do? He might bobble it up. <laughs> it's like, so, Lamar got to get back to locking in. Yep. Lock back in, bro. Please, because he'll start the game out solid, right? We get to that fourth quarter with the lead, and he loses it. You got to lock in. Lamar Jackson, Dave, coming to you momentarily. Um, I'm very concerned, but I'm not concerned about Lamar Jackson's historical greatness. Not concerned about that at all. Lamar Jackson bet on himself to make more money. 
He bet on himself to make more money. He didn't bet on himself to not lose money. He bet on himself to make money. <coughs> and thus far, he ain't making no real money. That's why I'm concerned. Mm. Lamar Jackson, you do not have to be the reason your team wins every game. But what you can do under no circumstance, what you cannot do under any circumstance, is be the reason your team loses yeah. a game. Yeah. And yesterday, he was the reason his team lost the game. Against the Buffalo Bills, that loss, 20 to 20, fourth and goal, two-yard line, interception. Bills take the interception. They get the ball at the 20. They go down and score. Bills win 23 to 20. Yesterday, 20-17, Ravens just iced the game out. Lamar Jackson, interception. Giants go down and score. Giants win the game 24 to 20. Lamar Jackson, you ain't got to be the reason your team wins. But you can't be the reason your team loses, particularly if you want that record-breaking $250 million fully guaranteed contract. It is okay to understand that Lamar Jackson is great in the context of quarterbacks. Right. But, Lamar, if you are trying to do something that's never been done before and getting $250 million fully guaranteed, then you have to play in a manner that's never been played before. And yesterday was not indicative of that. Dave Hellman. Can I ask y'all a question, put y'all on the spot a little Talk bit? Talk to me. Y'all both played football at a high level. Is there ever a point where this compounds upon itself and in the fourth quarter of a game you're just like here we go again is this going to be like two weeks ago uh, this is six games three times in six games the ravens had this Great thing question. in the fourth quarter and let it slip some of that yesterday clearly on lamar jackson like more so than any of the other ones this is lamar jackson against miami it was the defense against buffalo it was a little bit of both right is there ever a point, because that's what worries me for the Ravens, do you ever get to a point where now the team doesn't believe in each of its components in the fourth quarter of a game? You want to go first? I'll say yes. I'll say there are the, uh-oh, here we go moments. There's, that, there's one moment that typically happens in a game where you're like, uh-oh, here we go. Alabama, greatest college football program over the last 15 years since Nick Saban took over in 2007. Alabama's typically going to win every football game. Every opponent typically has a, uh-oh, here we go moment. It might happen in the first quarter. It might happen in the fourth. If you watch the game this past weekend, Alabama versus Tennessee, Tennessee was winning. I think it's 42-42. It's tied. Tennessee dominated the whole game. Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. I know you're an astute college football fan. Tennessee, I believe, fumbles. Alabama's Dallas Turner, number 15, picks it up, scores. Bama takes the lead 49-42. Uh-oh. Yeah, Here we go. Point. Yeah. There's that one moment in every game yeah. where in the back of your head you're like, uh-oh. It's happening. Tennessee goes on and somehow win that game, I, I, but that's how I would yeah, respond. I, and I would agree with him. Not the college thing, but more just like the pros. You're, you're right. In, in 2013? Talk to me. We were 4-12? and 12? What was that? 2012, 4-12. 13-10-6. And, and, and we were solid. We started off 4-1, and one, I think, and then we lost all the other, rest of the games. The thing was, like, we turned the ball over a lot. I don't know, like, what players. I don't care what players, but if it was interceptions, if it was fumbles, we had a lot of those. And then by, by week eight, every time it's like it's getting close and shaky, uh-oh, it's about to happen. <laughs> Turn over a fumble. So you are right about that. It happens. I just, that's, that's my bit. Like, I, I think the world of Lamar Jackson, he's, he's going to get his money. I keep saying that. Like, he's, he's going to play well more often than he doesn't. The Ravens are going to have at least a decent record. Not to throw Kyler Murray under the bus, but, like, if Kyler Murray can get that contract, then Lamar Dang. Jackson... I'm just saying. You ran out over his. You ran over his. You legs feel more wrong. comfortable paying Lamar Jackson or Kyle Murray? This I mean, is Dave right here. I'm just saying. I'll put him under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big Dang. fan. Of the, I'm like not to say something disrespectful, but you know, something disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, Lamar hasn't lost any money yet. No, this right. is a very, like you said, they're still first in the AFC North, which actually is really concerning to me because I mean, Mike Thomas still doing his Mike Thomas thing. Yes. It doesn't matter who's out there; he's yes. going to figure out a way. I'm not saying that they're going to be a playoff team or anything, but. He still finds ways to win. The Bengals could get it together. Yep. I don't know what Cleveland's going to do, but eventually they're going to get Deshaun Let me ask back. you this, though, Joy. You, you said something brilliant that I got to ask you. If you are the Ravens' owner and ownership, do you feel more or less comfortable paying Lamar Jackson on October 17th than you did paying Lamar Jackson on mm. August 17th? Because we all sit here and say he's going to get his money. Sure, but we don't have to cut the check. Let me ask you, on October 17th, do you feel more or less comfortable well, paying him? I don't him feel great right now about anything that's going on with the Ravens. And if I'm the ownership or coaches, anybody in the organization shouldn't feel good about it. They should be winning these games. Like, this, there's, you took the L. Like, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> like, you got to feel bad about that. You have to find a way to correct these things. But I think at the end of the season, I don't think he's lost any money. Even if they don't end up making the playoffs, I don't think he's lost any money. I just don't think that he's made any yeah. money yeah. so Next far. Year. Like, when you're talking about a contract yep. like that, to your point, you've got to play like that to get an unprecedented contract. Now, there's still plenty of time left in the season, but 
to what we've all discussed, this is a concerning pattern. It's yeah, not an right. aberration. This is something that is happening week after week after week against good teams that you want to be beating if you are really contenders. Dave, final thought, take us home. And I'm concerned for that very reason. Like, this, this looks like a pattern. Sometimes it's Lamar, sometimes it's not. But this is why it was important for Lamar to cut this thing off. And like, maybe we feel bad about his earning potential right now, but that's what happens when you don't have a deal and we're doing this every week. Yeah. Let the Ravens win two games in a row, Lamar Jackson ball out. Now it's a different conversation. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like, man, can the Ravens even afford this guy? Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to take all of this stuff in stride and, and remember the big picture. There was another former MVP that had a turnover with the game on the line that nobody's talking about that turnover, Patrick Mahomes. Mm. He throws a pit game on a line, but Patrick Mahomes has $450 million in the bank. And speaking of him, the bank, he lost to that man, Josh Allen, ah. yesterday. Josh Allen went crazy in defeating the Kansas City Chiefs. But did Josh Allen finally prove that he is better than Patrick Mahomes? This is going to get spicy. You do not want to miss this conversation. That's next. Speak. Don't go anywhere. What's up, family? Maybe the funniest thing I saw all day yesterday, rookie <laughs> Brendan Schooler for the Patriots. After he blocked the punt, he handed the ball or look tried to hand look the ball to Bill Belichick. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> look at his face, though. Bill Belichick's like, bro, what? What do you think Bill do his thing? No, you nah, probably called him 41. So, so what's the ball for? Oh, he, just blocked, he just blocked the punt. I and can like, watch uh, this. No, excuse me. He recovered a fumble. I guess I'm special team. Look at look at look at look, the, look the red. Like, like yo yo, moment, moment, moment. Whatever oh. your name is, don't talk to the head coach. Go sit down. Hey, hey. Put this in the Louvre. So that I ball was this a million times. That it ball was just for him. That was a fumble recovery. He just he recovered the fumble. I think it was on special team. I, I thought it was a game ball because Belichick like tied George Hollis. That's not even oh, the case. No, bro. First off, he's not handing Belichick the game ball. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, Belichick gives out the game balls. But I'm like, whoever's handing it to him, Kraft ain't handing it to him. I guess Kraft probably. Okay. Okay. I got, it gets funnier the guy every in the red time. Is my the guy favorite. in the red is like, hey, bro. Like, hey, hey, is, hey, big homie. If you play special time. teams, you, you don't get You don't. You don't. You don't. You This is how you get cut. You like, oh, man. And look at Bill Belichick. is like, who? Who are you? <laughs> you see, look, look at his face. He's like, what? Oh man, oh poor man. thing. He's just trying to be nice. But it's kind of like it's like when you wait, you like you think somebody's waving at you, so you wave back, and then you realize they were never looking at you. Yo. And if they gonna give him a ball for what three hundred? Was it three hundred wins? What is it? I don't yeah. even know. Over. They didn't, it's they, a lot. Over there, they didn't get Brady from that same ball. Oh, here he goes. That's right. Here he goes. That's right. Because Brady, get Brady, Brady get doesn't have enough trophies. Hey, this is <laughs> this is a funny. I, I, Brady made him. Like, made I really him. need to, like this on the loop. Okay, we gotta move. We gotta Forever. move. We gotta move. Another great conversation ahead of us. The Bills, the Chiefs, y'all saw the game yesterday. It was epic, 24 to 20. Josh Allen hurdling, man, throwing the ball past, man. He went head-to-head -head against Patrick Mahomes yesterday, but Allen came out on top, 329 yards, three touchdowns, including the go-ahead TD. Mahomes on the other side. He had two tutties himself, but he also had two picks in the loss. I'm going to say it, Shady. I'm going to say it. Go on, say it. Josh Allen, the best quarterback in the National Football League. Tell, tell like America one more time. Josh Allen. The best quarterback in the National Football League. Shady was with me a while ago, back in early August. He was with me, but now he's abandoned me. He abandoned me. That's not true. He, it's true. He left me. Joy and Dave, they was never with me, but my dog was for a second. Josh Allen's the best. He's the best. He's the best. Why do I know Josh Allen is currently the best quarterback in the National Football League? Because with three minutes left, marching down the field, the Bills said, hey, Josh Allen, we know you have one of the greatest arms in football, but we're going to run a quarterback sweep. See, anything Patrick Mahomes can do, Josh Allen, too, can do. But Patrick Mahomes can't do everything Josh Allen can do. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is a differentiating factor. I'm not talking about trophies just yet. Clearly, Patrick Mahomes got him when it comes to them trophies. But singularly, singularly talking about talent. Yeah, you're getting somewhere. Josh Allen. Yeah. Now, look. Weather forecasters, they don't wait till it starts raining and you all wet outside to tell you it's going to rain. They don't do that, Joy. Okay. What they say is, hey, it's going to rain, so get an umbrella. Dave, they don't wait until you're already sweating to tell you put on your SPF 50. They say, hey, it's going to be sunny, so put on your sun lotion. Put it on. I'm not going to sit here and wait for Josh Allen to beat Patrick Mahomes in an AFC championship game. I'm going to be like your favorite weather man, weather woman, and say, hey, the storm is coming. Get your umbrellas. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes today, right here, right now. He proved it yesterday. He was close earlier, but it's officially official, Joy Taylor. That's right. That's it's right. officially That's official. Right. If you're scared, get a dog. 
Sorry, yeah, you had me going. <laughs> you had me going for a second. That whole thing, it's gonna rank it an umbrella. Uh, You're scared to get a dog. Sorry. <laughs> I was feeling that speech for a second, brother. It was good. It was good. You me, church you, real quick? You had me yeah. motivated. <laughs> Let the church say amen. <laughs> uh, but won't he do it, though, Josh Allen? <laughs> no, keep it going. Stop. Just keep it going. Keep it going. He did it last year. He did yeah. this last year. <sighs> he did this week five last year. What's the difference? And then what happened in the postseason? What is the difference? Is he better this year than he was last year? He was great last year, Josh Allen. He went into Kansas City last year, week five, Sunday night game. Bills beat the Chiefs 38 to 20. Yeah, they got him. They got him. He was 15 20 for 26, 315 yards, three touchdowns, 139.1 passer rating. Dang. I've seen this before. I've seen it. And they were better in that game than they were last night. Patrick Mahomes had to throw a very uncharacteristic interception. You telling me you weren't nervous? You want to talk about uh-oh? Yeah. You telling me you weren't nervous? Yeah. Multiple timeouts with a minute left with Patrick Mahomes with the ball in his hands? You lying if you say you wasn't. That's a scary, that's tell a scary the truth and shame the devil. Tell the truth and shame the devil. That's right. Right? Okay. So listen. The holy water are you? We're, yeah. <laughs> now we get into the different uh, factions of the Christian church. But <laughs> the point is, Patrick Mahomes is still that dude. Yes, we're splitting hairs when we're talking about talent here, but this is why I always go back to what have you done in the postseason? I picked Josh Allen to win the MVP and picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl this year, <laughs> and it's looking great so far. They look like they're the real deal, and Josh Allen is playing at that level. And I don't know if there's a close second. Who would you pick second right now in MVP? Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, Mahomes. Okay, so there you go. You throw Hurts in there. Throw Hurts in there. Hurts in there. That's perfectly reasonable. But Josh Allen is a step, a step above yeah. Yeah, all yeah, of that. Sure. But, sure. but when we're talking about comparing talent and comparing resumes, Patrick Mahomes still has the resume. Do you feel like Patrick Mahomes is a step behind Josh Allen because of the way that that game ended last night? I don't. Because no. I've seen no. Josh no. Allen do this no. before. Yeah. We've seen it. Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions in the game last year, week five. What's the difference? What it is is this is a great rivalry, and sometimes the Bills are going to win and sometimes the Chiefs are going to win. But the difference is the Bills still have to do it in the postseason, which is what Dave said, I believe it was on Friday. That's right. No, we didn't work on Friday. Sorry. Wednesday was our Friday. Wednesday. Wednesday was our Friday. So it was our Friday on Wednesday that, unfortunately, it really doesn't matter what Josh Allen does in this game because it's what, what Josh Allen is going for is in the postseason. Josh Allen wasn't in the league the last time the AFC title game was played somewhere other than Kansas City. Mm, that's really, that's really, like, that's all that it comes down to. And, like, it's not the Bills' fault. I'm not, like, they, they, it was a good win. It was a great win. It was. They are the best team in the NFL for my money. I'm going to write the power rankings for Fox Sports this week. I'm going to have the Bills ranked above the Eagles. Sorry. It's not a matter of not respecting them. This is just, this is the territory you're in. You're in rarefied air. I expect you to be able to beat the Chiefs in the regular season. They did it last year, to Joy's point. It and doesn't favor. It doesn't move the needle for me until it happens in the postseason. Shady, I gotta go to the big board to ask you this question, man. I gotta go to the big board for this one. Uh, too far. You, you know the big board. You dressed? Yeah, yeah I'm dressed today. You dressed today. Hey, you yo, dressed today. and you jeopardize your, your job by putting them in front of the Eagles. That's not my problem. <laughs> hey, you played with Josh Allen. Yes, I did. You won a Wait, Super Bowl Wait, with Patrick both. Mahomes. You already know what it is. But here's what I'm looking at, Shady. I'm looking at the trajectories of these two when they face each okay. other. Can we throw the numbers on the board? Oh, now, Shady, oh, if you up, look in 2020, Josh Allen 0-2 against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes was 2-0. Okay. 2021, Josh Allen getting a little bit closer. He was 1-1 versus Patrick Mahomes. Seven touchdowns, no picks. Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns, two picks. But in 2022, I think we're going to see 2-0 Josh Allen yeah. 0-2 Patrick Mahomes. You see the trajectory. I see. He's getting No wins. Better. One win. Yeah. This is a year I think we're going to see two yeah. wins. That's why I think Josh is a better quarterback. And that's what happened with his whole career. He's got better and better and better. I'll say this. He was better yesterday. Mm -hmm. He really was. I mean, you talk about running the ball when they needed it, throwing it. He a bad boy. But the one thing about Patrick Mahomes, he got the numbers. He got the MVP. He got a championship. Dave said it best. It's been, what, like four years in a row? Yep. AFC championship game. So that matters and that means something. Now, I, I don't want to kind of – don't shine a light on, on, on what happened last night mm -hmm. because that does matter. Like, it's a head-to-head -head matchup. We talk about the Brady. You talk about the Rodgers. That matters. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. It was more, not, I don't want to say ego, but, you know, confidence. Like, yeah, I beat that. I beat him. Yeah, I went to his house. I beat him. Yeah. I'm showing this text <laughs> message because, listen, Josh Allen's a great dude. He's so competitive, though. I know he's like, yeah, I got I got him. I can, got him. can Allen get him in the playoffs this year? Can he get him I home? think so. I think he will get him. You know why I didn't get him? Ted's not there. That, that team different now. Yeah. You, you gotta, if you got to count on Juju 
to, to make plays, right? Who gonna bet on that? That's real. That's real. Juju had 140 yards yesterday, yeah. and they still caught an L. Coming up, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. This is a new day rivalry, new. but this was yesterday's talent at quarterback. You see the gray? The you see the gray? Ooh, see but the they gray. both Ooh. caught L. See the gray? We got to talk about which future Hall of Famer has us more worried. That's next on Speak. If Shady will get out my face. You, Shady, you get. That's not even proper tackling for him. Face tight. Oh, face tight. Hold on there. <laughs> we'll see y'all in a second, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back in, family. Checking in on our social life. This was hilarious if you missed it. <laughs> Jets' first-round pick, Sauce Gardner, cornerback, after beating the Packers in Lambeau, he wearing a cheese head. You see it. Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner wearing a cheese head as he leaves the field until the Packers player. Looks like Alvin Zard knocked it off his head. 2-5. That felt a little disrespectful to me, though, Coach. Where's he going? How you feel about it? Where's he going? Wait, where's he going now? I, he, knocked, I, he knocked it off and then he's going back. Disrespectful, though? Yeah, it's disrespectful. Yeah, You're doing a little too much. Yeah, yeah, I want like that. I would do the same thing. Yeah. I probably had a little worse for him. You were, you you wore the cowboy hat after Texas beat OU, right? Like that was... Yeah. But that hat belonged to no person. Cheese hat belonged to the Packers, though, coach. I mean, whatever. You can't even get your fingers straight. Horn's out here catching you strays. Get, you can't put your you put can't your fingers straight. Your put your fingers straight. Come on. Straight now. Your That's not even what else. Straight your pinky. <laughs> You look, so these are, like, these are some of the most iconic <laughs> moments like, that like you have in your career. This is a big-time win for the Jets. This is serious. He can gloat a little bit. Nah, not like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, what, rookie. You, what you going to do about it? Knock this it is, off. We still won. Wait a second. Can you take Shady and I's two-shot, please? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Take Shady and I's two-shot. We have a second. I'll, tell, I'll wait for it. All right. Shady, do this. No, no, no. Do this. Do this. Hold your left pinky up. Your left one. Your left one. Your left one. <laughs> <laughs> You know what that means? I'm just getting money. That's all. I'm just getting money. That's it. You know what I mean? That's a lifetime of getting smashed in between face masks. That's what you get. I mean, you, don't, you don't love, like, like Shannon calling up, picking the phone We up. are killing the Patriots. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that, that was on cool. the way. Yeah, that yeah was but Sauce cool. is young, though. He's a young boy. A what? He's, yeah. he's playing like a beast. He is. This is... This Sauce is, Gardner beast. The nice, NFL nice. needs more of this in general. Like, this is I college agree. football type of stuff, do and that's what makes do it Do something fun. about it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what do the NFL does not need more of. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers playing atrociously. Ooh. Tom Brady went out to Steelers. Caught an L. Three and three. Oh. Bucks. Tom Brady's worst start to the season since 2012. Aaron Rodgers, meanwhile, at home. Lambo caught a bad L to the Jets. I get it. The Jets are getting better, but you can't let them get better on you. They are both struggling. Who am I more worried about? It's real simple. I'm much more worried about Tom Brady. I have been on this. I have had the bullhorn, and I'm only going to get louder. When Tom Brady retired and he unretired, I had my doubts. To utter the R word in the National Football League, that word retire, that means something. To even say retired, you've already retired in your head. So I was first a skeptic when he retired and unretired. Then come August, Tom Brady needed 11 days off. He didn't really give us a reason he needed 11 days off. He takes 11 days off during training camp, the time when the players, the team are coming together, and the time when the playbook is coming together. Then two days before this Sunday's game, of which the Buccaneers are the heaviest favorite they will ever be all season, playing the Steelers, rookie quarterback, second start. Tom Brady's at a wedding on Friday? So you're telling me in the last seven months, Tom Brady's retired, he's unretired, he's taken 11 days off of camp, and he's missed a, fri a Saturday practice during the season to go to a wedding. I'm more worried about Tom Brady and the Bucks because everything starts with the leader. Football is simply a game of follow the leader. And if the leader has retired, unretired, taken 11 days off of camp, and is missing practice to go to a wedding, what's that communicate to the rest of the goddamn team? That's why I'm worried about Brady. Shady, you're rolling your eyes. Because, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, you blaming the guy for going to his son's, uh, his grandfather's, Godfather. uh, or Godfather's uh, wedding? Come on. Take it easy. Like, when, when LT did it, right, they said, hey, go out there, just be here for the game, right? What you do on Saturday, be here Sunday for the game. He's going to be there. Well, nobody cares about that. When you're the main player, nobody cares about that. Jimmy Johnson said it. Listen, be here on Sundays. Michael Irvin, I don't know what you doing over there. Prime time, on what y'all doing? But be here on Sunday. So I don't care what you did on Friday and Saturday. Now, I am concerned about the Bucs. I'm concerned about Tom Brady. I really am. I'm concerned about Aaron Rodgers. I can't really pick which one. Right now, they both are struggling. When I watched that game against the Steelers, first of all, if you're not still in the locker room, you're not thinking you're going to win that game. You don't say that, right? You're not going to tell your boy that. 
But your mom, you're like, oh, we got Tom Brady coming to town. We got the rookie quarterback playing. Mm-hmm. Three guys in the secondary is out. Our best player is out. Our second best player is out. So you think you're going to lose. Without saying it, as a player, you know that feeling like, oh, man. And you lose, and you win, and they win the game? Come on, Tommy. I don't want to blame Tom because I love Tom. Tom got me a ring, but they got to pick it up together. They got to the Reds on what, three, four times? They got three points against a team that's just trying to, just, just trying to happy to be there. They're just happy to be there. And then Aaron Rodgers. I thought it was Devontae Adams that was suffering more. Like, oh, he, don't, he doesn't have A-Rod. It's the other way around. He needs Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. That insurance wide receiver throwing the ball between two guys, that sidearm crap and all that, that's done with. They look bad. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers look at the, the rush more than he's doing now. And when a quarterback looks at the rush, that's not a good thing. They think they're getting sacked, they're getting pressured. So I don't like the way it's going for them two guys. Dory, more concerned, Brady Rodgers. I'm more concerned about Rodgers because we know the talent that's on this Bucks team. Mm-hmm. And despite what happened this weekend, which I'm not really concerned about, I, I, I don't – you got to win the game if you take time off or whatever. But I got seven rings. You ain't really telling me nothing. That's true. <laughs> you have, Maybe I, I lost my bets. I'm sure you've come That's here to talk man. to someone, but I, I know it's not me. Here's the person next to me. Tell them about it. I know you're not talking to me if I'm Tom Brady. But that's just how I'm built. The other guy that did talk about retirement, which might be part of the reason why Devontae Adams is not still in Green mm. Bay, is the man right behind you. I tried about so you're that. Right. That's right. You're talking about, talking about retirement. That happened. Preach, Joy. He did talk about Preach. it. Preach. So the, the issues that I have with the Packers are, are layered. One, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is, is leading the team the way he needs to lead a team with a lot of young receivers and a lot of pieces that need to come together. One. Two, he's not playing that well. And three, no. I don't know if they're capable of being coached out of this. Like, we don't talk about Matt LaFleur because he's just been minted into this category of – you know, great coaches. Is he? What has he done that Mike McCarthy didn't do? Mm. Well, he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, so I guess he, I guess he's done that. Uh-huh. Like, what, what is, what is going on here that is, that is so great? When you look at the Green Bay Packers, other than Aaron Rodgers, what do you get excited about? What moves you? They have, they have, they have great pieces. Don't move me no more the running, game, the running game Hats. can be great. We know Aaron Rodgers is capable of being great. The Packers' defense has, has some pieces, but together as a collective, we've talked about the Eagles all day today. As a collective team, do, you, do the Packers really scare you? The yeah. Jets just went in there at home and mm. beat them. At home. Ugh. Ugh. So, and they're not getting new pieces. The Bucks at least have the pieces that there. we've seen win, win, them win with. There. And that's it's Rodgers because I just asked myself the question, like, now what? You know, you're three and three. This is happening. You can't focus on that. Now what? The Buccaneers – there's pieces there that I believe in, from Tom Brady to the receivers on that team. The defense didn't look great against Mitch Trubisky, but I believe in the talent on the defense and in Todd Bowles to coach it. I look at the Packers, I don't feel any of that stuff. And on top of that, just let's just be realistic. The Bucs are playing in a division with bad teams. Like, Carolina's in that division. Mm, good point. They've already got wins over New Orleans and Atlanta, so they're halfway to having tiebreakers over those teams. The Vikings keep stacking wins. So not only are the Packers two games behind Minnesota now, but they've lost head-to-head against the Vikings as well. So now, like, it's weird to talk about, but the Packers are already in a situation where you're like, maybe wild card is our best bet in the playoffs, whereas the Bucs still have everything to play for. So not feeling great about either team, but I feel so much better about the Bucs. And I'm not hearing any of that relax business from Aaron Rodgers (laughs) either. Nah. So that should that really like that should be concerning though. When he comes out and he's confident and he's not worried, that sends a message to the rest of the team. You're not hearing that either. Yeah, not at all. Well, along with those troublesome things that happened, there was a big win in Buffalo against the Chiefs. But Dawson Knotts made a big time play, but I'm going to talk about a moment that many may have missed in his game-winning touchdown catch. That's next on Speed. Don't go anywhere. It's time for my final thought. This moment, it won the game for the Buffalo Bills yesterday as Dawson Knox caught the game-winning touchdown. But it wasn't just about the catch. It was about this right afterwards where he points to the sky. Two months ago today, Dawson Knox lost his younger brother, Luke. And after that game-winning touchdown, there was just a very quiet moment that you could see as a viewer where he points to the sky, honoring not a win, but more importantly, the life of his brother. You see, sports are celebrated because of the great moments that occur on the field. But remember, these athletes live lives off the field as well. So Dawson Knox, I applaud your courage, I applaud your strength, and I continue to send love to you and your family. We'll see you next time.